Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome aboard. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the Savvy Traveler. July 4th wishes to you and yours. Welcome to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. So turn up the radio as you prepare that potato salad and fire up the grill. I promise you two hours of travel talk that will entertain even as it enlightens. I also promise you this is a Casey Anthony free two hours. No mention of her after this one sentence. No mention of Dominique Strauss-Kahn or even Paris Hilton or the Schwarzeneggers. But this is what we will talk about. Well, this weekend in uh, Monaco, the party is on. In a civil ceremony on Friday, Prince Albert, son of actress Grace Kelly and Prince Renier, finally married his girlfriend, South African swimming champion Charlene Whitstock. On Saturday, it was church wedding time. And in a few minutes, we'll talk with someone who's right in the heart of Monte Carlo as we broadcast to many of our stations live Saturday morning just a little few minutes after 10 a.m. Then we'll talk with Bessie Green. She's a concierge at the Hilton Inn in Penn in Philadelphia. And you'll be surprised at the length she goes to on behalf of her hotel guests. Dave Brody from Space.com will stop by on this the weekend before our last shuttle space shuttle launch. He's, he's going to talk about when you and I might be able to take a commercial ride in space, among other topics. And sometimes, you know, it seems to me that everyone and his neighbor is penning a travel blog. Is there a trip these days that goes unreported? Well, journalist Tom Swick fears for the future of travel writing as a result. I'm going to ask him why. Plus, I'll have my deals of the week as usual, but let's start with a look at the week in travel news. Regular listeners know we've had a couple of aviation security experts on the show recently who say the TSA is largely security theater, that we aren't being protected as well as the TSA would have us believe. Well, this week brought a dramatic, I think I'd use the word unbelievable, actually, story that supports that dismal view. A 20-something guy using a day-old boarding pass, listen to this carefully, a day-old boarding pass that bore no relation to the name on his ID, passed through not only a TSA checkpoint at JFK Airport in New York, but also got through the Virgin Atlantic gate to board a flight to Los Angeles. And get this, his ID was a university ID, which does not count as a government-issued ID that all passengers are supposed to proffer. So you got a day-old boarding pass, a university ID, and a name on that boarding pass that doesn't even come close to matching the name on that student ID. But wait, there's more. Passengers on that flight to L.A. objected to the passenger's, shall we say, hygiene, and flight attendants found he was sitting in a premium seat that was supposed to be unoccupied and that his name wasn't on the passenger manifest. The FBI was alerted, and they tracked the man when he got off the plane in Los Angeles. A day later... Using another boarding pass that did not bear his name and that was a day old, using that same campus ID, he passed through another TSA checkpoint, again headed on a flight, this time back to the East Coast to Atlanta. But Delta agents did notice he wasn't listed as a passenger on that flight. They barred him from getting on the plane, and he was arrested. Turns out, fortunately, he wasn't a terrorist, just an Ethiopian-born guy who wanted to fly for free. And the FBI found a dozen more boarding passes with different names in his possessions. Now, this is where I'm supposed to get on my soapbox and talk about TSA agents who can't tell an African-sounding name from a more conventional American one, who can't tell a student ID from a driver's license or a passport. I'm not going to do that because it's simply too easy. You get the picture. Two TSA checkpoints and one airline gate agent failed to spot the most simple hoax that taxpayers are spending billions to prevent. It's just unbelievable. The TSA said the gate agents are being sent for retraining. Retraining? 
How hard is it to understand your job is to match the name on a boarding pass with the name on the government-issued ID? These guys should be fired, not retrained. Clearly, they're beyond redemption. All right, on a slightly related subject, the problem of air controllers on overnight ships, shifts falling asleep was addressed on Friday by the government. The Federal Aviation Administration announced controllers can use sick leave or annual time if they're too tired to work. Now, think about that for a moment. Okay, so you and I just can't call in sick because we're tired, but I guess most of us aren't trusted with orchestrating planes filled with people as they land to take off, so I'm going to cut them some slack on this one. One more thing. Controllers will be permitted to listen to the radio or read approved books. Who knows what that means? To help them stay awake. Now, I worry about this one a bit because I sometimes read to fall asleep. But the National Air Traffic Controllers Association has agreed with the FAA, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, big doings in Monte Carlo, as I mentioned uh, uh, just a few minutes ago at the top of the hour. I want to head over to the French Riviera to Monaco, where Prince Albert is is uh, uh, tying the knot, even as I speak. Again, uh, we are broadcasting live from 10 to noon Eastern on many of our stations. If your station time shifts our show, please understand I am speaking on Saturday morning. Maggie Mercario is Monaco's Council General in New York, Director of the Monaco Government Tourist Office in North America, based in New York. And I think we find you right in the middle of the festivities. Am I right, Maggie? Yes, absolutely. Greetings from Monaco, where we're celebrating an historic moment. Uh, we're here, and you, you're hearing the applause in the back because we just had uh, Jackie X and Giorgio Armani that just went by down the red carpet, entering into the uh, courtyard of honor of uh, the Princess Palace, taking their place. We also have Roger Moore. British actor that's just going down, and uh, this is really a fabulous and very exciting time, but a very hot time, too. Yeah, hot very time. What, it's, a, it's about 80 <laughs> degrees, I see, in my computer. It is. It is. And we're out there on the Place du Palais, the Palace Square. There are about 3,500 of us seated here. As, and it's what time? Uh, VIP guests come inside the courtyard. And what time is it in Monaco, Maggie? It is about 4.15 p.m. 4.15 in the afternoon, and the wedding goes begins Ira, when? The wedding starts at 5. All right, you're 45 minutes from, from your 53, 40, the 53-year-old prince will finally be married. <laughs> yes, yes, we're all excited, and we're so excited to welcome a new princess. And she, Charlene, Princess Charlene of Monaco will uh, will definitely uh, uh, carry the title and uh, very well. And she's beautiful, and, uh, and we're looking forward also to opening to a new culture and opening to South African culture, and, and uh, looking forward to welcoming her. And Princess Charlene is 33, hopes to have children, uh, so maybe even an heir will come from this union. Absolutely, that's what we all hope for. You know, Monaco is a constitutional hierarchy, hereditary uh, royalty, and uh, so it is important for us to continue uh, uh, to produce air to the throne. Otherwise, the, Monica, the, the Principality goes back to the French, is that right? No, 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 no. The Constitution has been changed. Oh. Um, sorry, here we have Karl Lagerfeld walking in. That's why you're hearing the applause. Um, the Constitution will go back. The, the, there is a Constitution that uh, if the prince doesn't produce an heir, then uh, the second in line will be uh, the children of Princess Caroline and then the children of uh, Princess Stephanie. So oh, we have good. A, we have a backup. We only have about 30 seconds left, Maggie. Do you, have no, do you know what the bride is wearing today? Well, she's wearing an Omni dress with a very long, uh, uh, very, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. We'll be, that will be the surprise in uh, five minutes to five. Okay, she is, will be walking down the red carpet. To but you think it's a long gown? 
Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. the Armani dress, a long and fat. Really quickly, what happens tonight in two sentences? Okay, uh, after the uh, um, ceremony, the religious ceremony, the prince and the princess will go through the street of Monaco to the little church of Saint-Devot, where there is a tradition that she has to uh, lay down the, uh, the uh, flower bouquet. And then a and, big party, uh, then right? And will all come back to the palace, and there will be tonight uh, a dinner prepared by Alain Ducasse for only 450 VIP guests in the Opera House. Okay, Maggie McCary, we got to say goodbye. Thanks so much. Have a great time. You're welcome. We'll be right back at Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Max, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Outdoor education leader Stuart Chapin puts Bullfrog Sunblock to the test. Working as a raft guide, you're in the sun all day long. Bullfrog gives me better protection for longer under harder conditions. Kayaking or surfing. We also use it when we go mountaineering and we're getting the reflection off of the snowpack. Super good. Even when you're swimming, even when you're sweating hard, Bullfrog really stays on you. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, use as directed. AutoZone. Get fired up for your summer travel with a trip to AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Heat kills batteries. And the last place you want to be is stranded somewhere with a car that won't start. So if you need a new battery, head to AutoZone and grab a Duralast. Designed to work in extreme temperatures and available only at AutoZone. Power through the heat this summer. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The 4th of July, a day we celebrate because patriots like Samuel Adams, the independent thinker and brewer, launched the American Revolution. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams, and today, when most beers are owned by global conglomerates, it's time to taste a little independent American brewing. The taste of Samuel Adams remains stubbornly independent. Rich amber color and a head so thick you can float a bottle cap. Delicious. Sam Adams. Declare a little independence yourself. Samuel Adams, Boston Lock. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe response. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's about 18 minutes after that. We talk travel all the time. And if you're a travel aficionado, even if you just like to travel in your mind or in your own hometown, welcome to the show. You're in the right place. Let me just say a word about uh, this uh, France Magnifique tour that uh, I'll be joining you on uh, September 29th in France. We're going to have a webinar on July 12th. It starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It'll go for half an hour. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It'll be a webinar. Uh, and so from the comfort of your own home, in front of your own computer, you can uh, view this live online presentation. All you need is an Internet connection. And uh, we're going to show you some pictures of the highlights of the tour. You'll learn more about the places we're going to visit. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions about me or from our tour guide as we tour France virtually. Uh, this trip is going to – oh, we're going to have a, a ball on this. We're going uh, to start in Paris. 
enough said. We'll go to picturesque Provence uh, on the Riviera. We're going to follow the Cezanne Trail in Aix-en-Provence, just above, uh, uh, just up the road from Monaco, where the royal wedding is happening this weekend. Um, we'll sip wine with a tour in a, of a well-known winery in Vouvray. We'll take the high-speed train through the French countryside and have dinner in uh, uh, the club in Paris where the Can-Can originated. This is a great way to see France. If you've never done France, uh, what a way to do it. So that starts September 29th, um, and uh, Colette Vacations is, is uh, working with me on this trip, and they've got a deal where your companion airfare is only $399 from here uh, to Europe uh, uh, from most destinations. Again, join us on a live webinar Tuesday, July 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we'll talk about France. Space is limited. You can reserve your webinar seat now. Well, you know what? It's a pretty long URL, and if you're, you know, unless you happen to be poised with a pen and pencil, uh, you're not going to do. Uh, you're not going to be able to remember it. Go to uh, just go to Facebook.com, and choose the Rudy Maxa that's called Rudy Maxa TV Show. I know this is a radio show, but I also do a TV show. Rudy Maxa TV Show on Facebook, and you'll find a link where you can register for the webinar. Just show up at that link. Tuesday, July 12th at 1 p.m. All right, we have talked about concierges from time to time on this trip, and every once in a while you hear about an exceptional concierge. This one is just, this is, that's the case right now with our, our guest, Bessie Green. She's actually en route to a family uh, uh, get-together down in South Carolina, and she's kind, been kind enough to pull over to the side of the road uh, off Interstate 95. Uh, how's the traffic today, Bessie? Traffic is very heavy today. Uh, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Bessie is the lead concierge at the Hilton Inn at Penn, as in, and, as in Penn State University. And uh, she is a recipient of the American Hotel and Lodging Association Stars of the Industry Award, which is how she came to my attention. Um, and I have a press release, Bessie, about some of the terrific things you do, from taking FedEx packages to the nearest FedEx location when uh, it's delivered you too late for the scheduled hotel pickup, uh, running running prescriptions. Prescriptions, picking up prescriptions for people, getting them a get well card, uh, getting gifts for folks who don't have time to buy gifts for someone else. Um, and I, I love your motto. What is your motto? My motto is never say never. Never use the word I can't. Make it happen. All right. How long have you been? Tell me about your background. How, how did you start in the hotel industry? Rudy, I started out as the housekeeper. And then somewhere along the line, one of my managers saw it where I should be in front of the house. I started out doing uh, hostess at the restaurant, and later on I was promoted to management, and from that I decided that I would try concierge. So how long have you been a concierge now? I've been a concierge for 11 years now. Now, is that an unusual um, uh, chain of events uh, career-wise, going from housekeeper to management to concierge? Well, I think it shows that in the hospitality field, you can advance up. It's not a dropping the bucket. It's something that will show others that you just don't have to clean rooms all your life. Uh, motivate yourself to do more. You, When we talked about you being on the show, you told, I said, think of a couple incidents that, you know, would surprise some of us about what a concierge, and you in particular, Bessie Green, have, have done for guests. Can you uh, tell the audience about those two incidents? Well, one of the incidents uh, that happened years ago, there was a uh, parent, his uh, son's graduation was near, the grandmother very ill, but the dad owns a chopper out of India. So he asked me, Bessie, you think you could make something happen for me? 
uh, I need Grandma to be here for his graduation. She's very frail. Uh, time is near. I said, well, you know what? Uh, call me back in about 10 minutes. I got on the phone. I called the University of Penn, Penn Department of Police officers. I asked them. I said, hey, guys, you think you could make this happen for a guest? Uh, we have organs that come into the University of Penn Hospital. You think any way we could call that hospital and have them land his chopper on top of that hospital so his grandma will be near the University of Penn? And where was hey. wait, where was his grandmother coming from? India. India. She was from India. So yeah. she was flying into Philadelphia's International Airport from India, and then you were proposing to have a chopper deliver to the, the heliport at the University Hospital to get her to her yeah. grandson's graduation. Exactly. Did it happen? It happened. I made it happen with the help of, Penn, I must say, the University of Penn Police worked very close with me, and it happened. Okay. And you had another story that uh, intrigued me as well. Well, there was, I think uh, we had mentioned something about a young lady, her watch, or the husband had gave her this particular watch or, uh, you know, for wedding rings, and she missed and Yeah, you, you mentioned it was a wedding ring, Bessie. Bessie, I, I, think mean, it was a we I think it was a wedding ring, Bessie. The wedding ring, I think it was, the yeah. wedding ring. I do so much, Rudy, sometimes, you know, <laughs> so it's crazy. But her wedding ring, I think, was left behind. She took it off, da-da-da-da-da. But I got a cab to return it. Wait a minute, hold it. She, she left it behind in a taxi. Bessie, I think I, I yeah. may have talked over you and the audience might have missed. She lost her wedding ring in a Philadelphia taxi cab. Yeah. So you had to track down yeah. the cab, is that right? Exactly. Track down the and cab. And she didn't exactly have the taxi driver's license number. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she knew the color of the cab. That's all you had to work with, right? That's all I had to work with was the color of the cab. Yes. And then what happened? It happened. She was happy to go back home. Well, wait, 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 wait. How'd you get a wedding ring when all you knew was the color of the cab? Well, I asked the young man. I know for sure that they do what you call a checkpoint once a guest is out of the cab. Every cabbie takes the time to look around in his cab. And I guess when he looked around, he saw it on the floor. So I said to him, if you have a heart, you will bring this ring to the unit, to the unit pen. I will personally give you a tip out of my pocket. Because at that point, my concern was to get that ring back. Lo and behold, he dropped it off. I gave him a tip. I called the guest. I have your ring. She was so happy to go back home with that ring. We're talking with Bessie Green. She's the lead concierge at the Hilton Inn at Penn, Penn being Penn State University in, in Philadelphia. And she is the recipient of the American Hotel and Lodging Association Stars of the Industry Award as Best Concierge in the medium-sized category of hotels, as the Hilton Inn at Penn is. Um, uh, Bessie, you also, you, you're surrounded by dormitories and students in dormitories. And I understand that if a kid, like his parents, are coming in and he wants to impress mom and dad with how clean the room is, you will go clean that room. Yes, I will. I mean, with with your own cleaning supplies. Yes, I take my own cleaning supplies. Yes, I do. Now, I know that's outside of the province of the hotel, and you charge a fee, but I don't know many hotel concierges who will come clean a kid's college dorm room. <laughs> well, I want that kid to feel happy. I want that kid not to be embarrassed. And I also want the kid to know that there's a mom away from home, and that's what I am, a mom away from home. Have you forged a lot of friendships with Penn students that you, who have stayed in touch with you? Of course. Some of these kids go on to tell their friends about me, and I have the same dorm or the same housing unit for years because my name is always passed on. Have you been there long enough to see them come in with their kids? 
Oh, yeah, I've seen a wedding. Uh, one of my kids got married a couple of years ago, and, of course, they, I was invited to the wedding. I was sent pictures. Oh, yes, yes, they remember me well. I love that. Of course I was invited to the wedding. Yeah, concierges are always invited to students who's, who, who know their hotel concierge's wedding. Bessie, this is unusual. Well, I try to make it happen. I just try to let every guest see that he or she is not only a guest, but someone that I truly value. Because in the hospitality business, they could have gone anywhere. But why? They chose to stay with Bessie at the NXN. <laughs> this commercial <laughs> message brought to you by Hilton. Um, now, if I were if I were a student uh, in my dorm room and I was feeling poorly and just couldn't get out of bed, would, if I called you, would you get any groceries and deliver them to me at the dorm? Absolutely. Well, of I course. Let, I could not, not say no. I would definitely <laughs> ask you could I run an errand to CVS. Friday or one of the local supermarkets, whatever it takes to help you get well, yes. Bessie Green's motto is, tell me what you need and I'll make it happen. Hey, Bessie, get back on the road. Have a great July 4th weekend with your family. Thanks for stopping long enough to talk to us in Rudy Max's world. Thank you and happy 4th of July to all. And if you're ever a guest at the Hilton Inn at Penn, stop in and see Bessie Green, the lead concierge, and stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. Captain Mark Johnson tests Bullfrog Sunblock in the Florida Keys. I spend nearly 300 days a year on the water in my boat. And of all the sunblocks that I've used, Bullfrog is by far the best and the one I use every day. It dries really quick and it is not greasy. It doesn't wash off. It doesn't run in your eyes. It also survives if you jump in and go swimming. It is definitely waterproof, and that's real important. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, use as directed. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Listen, if you are fascinated by, you know, I, well, let me preface this. Uh, USA Today once did a poll of American women and said if they could go anywhere in the world, if they could have a free ticket, where would they go? And the number one place was Monte Carlo. So if you are one of those American women or American men who are fascinated by uh, that little royal show going on there with the wedding of uh, Prince Albert and his South African bride, uh, you can uh, follow it on Twitter at hashmark Monaco Wedding. And uh, I was just looking, or Anna, my producer, was just looking at some of those tweets, and uh, one revealed that the red carpet they're going to be walking down will be cut up into 300 pieces and auctioned off. So if you want a little piece of Monte Carlo in the form of a red carpet from a wedding, 
Well, go there and check things out. And uh, you'll also see a link for uh, that webinar about the France trip at Rudy Maxa TV show on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and the search right in Rudy Maxa uh, TV show. And while you're there, like my page. We're trying to get up to 1,000 people liking the page. I think we're at 948 right now. So let's see if we can put 52 more people on this weekend and bring me up to 1,000, will you? Space.com is a website that uh, is uh, a great source for online news of space exploration and skywatching and commercial space flight and life beyond planet Earth and everything having to do with space. And Dave Brody is uh, a writer for Space.com and he has a long career as a science uh, documentarian. He's one of the original members of the Space.com team, and he joins me today. This is his first uh, appearance, Dave, I believe, on Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Thanks, Rudy. How you doing? And what I want to know is who's watching your home when you're off the planet on a vacation in orbit? <laughs> well, I think ADT's got you covered up there, too, Tommy. <laughs> Definitely. I'm, I'm sure you're right. We have astronauts who are now tweeting from space, so I'm certain that ADT can you know, place an Internet text <laughs> message and say, hey, there's somebody breaking into your house. Why don't you just wave to them from work? Oh, my goodness. Well, we have, uh, we've got sort of the, I, I don't, you know, with this last space shuttle thing has such a, a note of finality about it that it depresses me. Am I right to feel this way, or are we going to just go into a new generation with new terminology? We are the latter, and I'm here to heal you. I'm here to heal that depression. Please do, because I'm all sad about this. It, it's going to be different than, than it was before, uh, but uh, uh, something is happening kind of on the side, which is it's starting to get more and more public attention, and that is that there is a private space program, not a single program, but a number of small private entrepreneurial companies have figured out 50 years into the space age that rocket science, while it's still difficult, is not impossible. And with 50 years of computer technology and material science and all that good stuff, it is possible for a small company to develop vehicles that can not compete with the government program, but to do other things. And they're starting out in suborbital space. You don't quite get all the way to going around the Earth, but you get to do like a reverse bungee jump. You go up to an altitude where you can be considered an astronaut. That's 100 kilometers, 62 miles above the surface. You can float around for a little while in some of these private uh, proposed craft and then come on back down and land the same day. So that's uh, a savvy space traveling experience, if you will. Well, now, but how about scientific applications and space exploration? Are we sort of given, thrown in the towel on that? Definitely not. But I think what we could see happen is we could see NASA doing business in a different way. If the Obama administration has its way, and uh, this is me opinionating, I, I think they are right in this track, but that's just my opinion, and, and people can disagree about this. Uh, if the Obama administration has its way, NASA will purchase more and more services from private commercial companies uh -huh. in order to do some of the things that we were letting large government cost-plus contracts to do in the past. Okay. Now, uh, as far as commercial travel in space, where you and I might be able to go up and float around, I presume, like all things new and technical, whether it's you know flat-screen TVs or, or cell phones, the cost of this will someday will, will continue to come down? Well, that's exactly right. If, if, in fact, you have competition in the marketplace, which is something that space has not had up to this point, it being government-run, there was no incentive for the cost of launch to get down to something reasonable. So when the shuttle launches on July 8th for the last time, it will cost $1.6 billion to do that launch. Uh, it's a very sophisticated machine, but uh, by the same token, launch shouldn't cost that much. And if you have uh, private parties competing 
to bring the services to the public, that cost will go down dramatically. And we're starting to see that already in this suborbital space tourism range. Virgin is Galactic it, uh, will get you up and down for $200,000. It has a competitor, X-Core, that will do it for 95000 with a slightly different experience. And both of them will be flying in the next year or two. Really? In the next year or two, we'll, we'll be able, at least for $95,000, to go up and float around and look down on the Earth? Well, on the Virgin profile, you'll get to float around. You'll have the black sky experience. Uh, you'll have about six minutes of uh, zero-G time. In the X-Core profile, what you get is a front-row seat. It's rather like being in the front seat of a fighter jet at extremely high altitude. You get to see the same stuff, but you don't get to unstrap and float around. But then, again, it is over $100,000 cheaper. So you Right, exactly. Call, really. Exactly. Uh, if you're a kid and you've always dreamt of being an astronaut or, or exploring space, is that a dream that you shouldn't that you should hold on to? You should not only hold on to it; you should actively pursue it because it. How do you do that? That uh, well, uh, you want to obviously be good in math and science, uh, but a number of the astronauts who have flown in space shuttle are scientists, particularly, and are interested in doing research. I think what we're going to see now is more industrial stuff going on in space, and so it could be that there are high technology manufacturing processes that will get you up there. Uh, I think science research has a very bright future for human. Space flight. It's just a question of figuring out the next five years and changing the business model. All right, Dave Brody, I feel better. We're going to have you back on. We're going to talk about uh, alien space germs and so on another time. But I really appreciate your cheering me up on this July 4th weekend. Thanks for joining us. I would love to come back. We'll see you again, Rudy. Thanks. You can read Dave Brody's writing at Space and Others at Space.com. Stick around when we come back. We'll talk about whether there's just too many people writing about their trips. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Jason from Buffalo writes, I have a habit of hitting snooze and not being able to get up again. Any suggestions? You know, if you get Geico to help with your renter's insurance, it's quite easy, really. You'll know you're protecting your stuff for as little as 12 bucks a month, which I suspect will make you sleep much sounder. Then you'll just pop out of bed rested, ready to start your day. What he's saying is, a renter's policy is basically insurance for your snooze button. Plus most everything else you own. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Outdoor education leader Stuart Chapin puts Bullfrog Sunblock to the test. Working as a raft guide, you're in the sun all day long. Bullfrog gives me better protection for longer under harder conditions. Kayaking or surfing. We also use it when we go mountaineering and we're getting the reflection off of the snowpack. Super good. Even when you're swimming, even when you're sweating hard, Bullfrog really stays on you. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, uses directed. AutoZone. Get fired up for your summer travel with a trip to AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Heat kills batteries. And the last place you want to be is stranded somewhere with a car that won't start. So if you need a new battery, head to AutoZone and grab a Duralast. Designed to work in extreme temperatures and available only at AutoZone. Power through the heat this summer. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The 4th of July, a day we celebrate because patriots like Samuel Adams, the independent thinker and brewer, launched the American Revolution. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams, and today, when most beers are owned by global conglomerates, it's time to taste a little independent American brewing. The taste of Samuel Adams remains stubbornly independent. Rich amber color and a head so thick you can float a bottle cap. 
delicious. Sam Adams. Declare a little independence yourself. Samuel Adams, Boston Lager. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small. Whatever your home improvement need, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial travel host. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. Thomas Wick is a guest we've had on before. He's a friend of the radio show. He's a Florida-based travel writer. He's written two travel books. Uh, the most recent is A Way to See the World, from Texas to Transylvania with a Maverick Traveler. He's a regular columnist for online travel magazines. Uh, you can also read his blog at Thomas Swick. So there are two S's there, thomaswick.com. Thomas, welcome to the show. Nice to have you with me. Hello, Rudy. Good to talk to you again. Nice to have you on. And I asked Thomas to join us when he uh, called my attention to an essay he had just or an essay, a piece he had just written about uh, uh, travel writers and travel bloggers, raising the question if travel writers are getting to be like poets who only read each other's writings, and if, in fact, there are any trips that go unrecorded now thanks to the uh, invention of of blogs. Uh, What what made you think of this as a topic uh, uh, to consider, Thomas? Was there something you read and went, oh, my goodness? Well, no. You know, for a long time I've been wondering what's, what's happened to travel writing because, as you remember, back in the 80s, travel writing was really big. Um, it was right after Paul Theroux published uh, The Great Railway Bazaar in, in the mid-'70s, and there were, you know, publishers were coming out with a whole series of, of travel books. Even travel Rolling books Stone were... was publishing Jan Morris's Essays on the Great Cities of the World, as I recall. It, Exactly, and it was it was like the travel book was kind of like the memoir is today, and I started asking myself why why is this? I mean, I don't think it's that we've turned inward. Um, you know, more Americans have passports now than ever before. I mean, some of this is that this figure is a bit elevated because you know you need passports now if you go on a cruise to to Mexico and and the Caribbean. So a lot of people uh, who just Take cruises have passports, but still, Americans are still traveling, and um, but they're not reading travel books, uh, travel narratives, the way they they were. And you know, I think part of this is that the the inform- what people are looking for is information, and um, so the you know guidebooks are are being read, and and the internet is full of information. And you know, when you you're planning a trip now, what do you do? You you go you go to Google, 
you you type in your destination, and what comes up? You know, all kinds of things come up: newspaper travel articles, as well as blogs. And there's no real distinction, um, and people just get get their information. And I think they're missing out on on the more you know the armchair travel writing, which is more about atmosphere and, and essence and things like that. Let me read a paragraph from, or two sentences uh, from uh, uh, Tom's uh, uh, piece. In an age of mass tourism and instant communication, it's no surprise that everyone is, blab- everyone is blathering about their trips. What's astonishing is that anyone outside of a small circle of family and friends cares to read that blather. The irony and the agony for travel writers is that after a lifetime of being dismissed as amateurs, traveling far from home and writing what we don't know, mm-hmm. we're now being supplanted by the cult of amateurism. Uh, I think that's a, a that's a very cool observation. Uh, how, how did we sort out the good blogs from the bad, or is it just a matter of personal taste? You read a guy, you go, "That's baloney." Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's hard, and there's so many of them. Um, and you know, it's just. It, but I think there's something about the nature of the blog and and things on the internet that it's not made. It's not written for eternity, in a sense. I mean, it's not art. It's, no, you don't they, curl up they, in, a, in a chair and read a blog like you would a Mark Twain account of a, of a river trip or something. Right, and it's not written in that vein either. And right. I think, you know, for people who really want that kind of thing, um, you know, the, it, it's very hard to find that on the, on the Internet. Um, the, the screen is always changing, and it's not, you know, Andre Gide had this wonderful quote, I rewrite in order to be reread, and nobody <laughs> rereads on the Internet. You know, it's there, it's there today, and then it, you know, the, the screen changes. Tom, radio uh, is almost as brief as a blog. We have about a minute, there are about 50 seconds left. How do you okay. approach your blog to make it readable for travelers? What, what is your goal in your blog? Well, my, my blog is, is brief, for one thing. Um, and I don't blog too much about trips. I blog about kind of everyday life because I'm not always traveling. But I, I really try to make it succinct. And, and make it an, uh, a subject that's going to be of interest, maybe something funny, just something that's worth putting up there. Um, I just don't write, you know, I'm eating a, a tuna sandwich right now. Um, I just, you know, I think years of being in, in journalism make me realize that I just, I do want to make something that's, that's interesting for people. Well, I and, agree with you, and I applaud that. And if you'd like to read Thomas Swick's writing and see what a blog by a professional travel writer is, go to Thomas Swick. Dot com. Tom, short time, I'm sorry, Have, but it gives you more time to spend on your July 4th weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. We'll be right back. i got some deals of the week for you. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. So much more. That's what we try to give you here in Rudy Max's World every weekend. If you enjoy travel, you're listening to the right radio show. You can follow me on Twitter by... Uh, choosing to follow Sav Trav, that's short for Savvy Traveler, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, just 
follow Sav Trav. I will not swamp. In fact, I didn't tweet last week or this week. <laughs> it's a really great reason to follow me because I won't swamp you with stuff. But when I do send you stuff, it'll be good stuff. Um, Facebook, it's Rudy Max at TV Show. Rudy Max at TV Show. Try to get up to 1,000 people who like me. Sort of coming late to the Facebook game and trying to catch up with the rest of the world. So if you go to Rudy Max, go to Facebook, type in Rudy Max TV Show, you'll get my website. You'll also see a link there to the webinar. Uh, um, uh, next Wednesday, July 12th, uh, on, uh, well, excuse me, it's uh, July 12th, not next Wednesday, uh, on the France Magnifique trip that you can join in. Got a couple deals of the week for you in just a moment, but let me say, uh, let me give kudos to that American pilot of Flight uh, 1009 who held back from taking off at New York's JFK airport this week when an air controller uh, uh, told him there was a turtle on the runway, or when he told him there was a turtle on the runway, and the controller, well, you'll hear him in just a second. It turns out eventually uh, 150 turtles crossed runway 4 left at Kennedy, causing flight delays of more than an hour. This is an annual event, however, so it's not totally unexpected, uh, because every year, turtles cross Kennedy's runways to lay their eggs in the sand of Jamaica Bay. American 1009, there's a report of a turtle on the runway. Do you want to have it removed first? Sure. American 1009, cancel takeoff clearance, hold in position. Holding in position, American 1009. I was wondering where those things were. <laughs> Car 97. Car 97, sir. Car 97, this is verified here, Kilo Bravo, correct? I'm on a service road across from Kilo Bravo and four left to remove the turtle. That's our American 1009. Yeah, I remember. American 1009. Be advised, 30 feet into the uh, takeoff roll, left side of the uh, center line is another turtle. Okay, there's another one on the runway. Uh, he was there. <laughs> Thank you. Car 97. Car 97, sir. I'm going to remain on this frequency. I heard Okay, so I get the impression it was Car 97 who was out there helping herd those 150 turtles. Uh, so we had a British Airways jet, a Virgin America plane, uh, two American flights, all involved in uh, in making sure those turtles got across. Uh, uh, that was the JFK control tower talking to those pilots, of course. I will say this is the first time, even though it's an annual event, that I heard the turtles were actually using Twitter to communicate with the rest of us. An anonymous jokester named JFK Turtles tweeted the quote, we go straight to the runway because it takes five hours to get out of our shells for the TSA. It's been a rough week for the TSA, hasn't it? It's really been a rough week. All right, let's see what we got for uh, a few deals here. Sandals Resorts. You know those guys. It's the couples resorts, uh, mainly in the Caribbean. There's ooh, this deal of the week sound effect. That's how you know this is going to save you some money. Uh, Sandals Resorts is going to cover your airfare for your companion with a companion fly-free promotion. It's good between, well, right now and the end of this month, July 31st. You've got to book an air-inclusive six-night minimum stay at a Sandals Resorts or a Beaches Resort uh, to take care of this. So it's a limited time offer to get your, uh, uh, your companion's airfare uh, covered. Now, this is sort of a, a better promotion than most. Because uh, most promotions offer sort of a fixed air credit toward a reservation. This one covers the base fare, uh, but it excludes government taxes and fees. Um, so, you know, you may still have to put out about 150 bucks or so for that companion ticket. It's valid for travel between September 1st and December 28th at Sandals Resorts and between September 1st and December 21st at Beaches Resort with some blackout problems and uh, blackout uh, dates. And you can only fly coach. They're not going to cover you uh, uh, for your business or first-class ticket. But, you know, with airfares, I mean, it's about $500 to fly just about anywhere from major U.S. gateways to the Caribbean. It's not a bad 
deal. Um, and you can combine this with their uh, 63, uh, 65% off room rate that's at, uh, happening at their participating resorts. So rates at Sandals, for example, start as low as $179 per person for a six-night stay. And of course, you know what that includes, food, drink, everything. Uh, there are 12 Sandals resorts in Jamaica, Antigua, well, total, in Jamaica, Antigua, Santa Lucia, and the Bahamas. All four beaches resorts are located in the Turks and Caicos and Jamaica. Uh, and, you know, you have your, your room, your food, unlimited premium wine, uh, brand wine and spirits, nightly entertainment, water sports, including snorkeling and scuba, scuba diving and all kinds of other things, snacks around the clock. Yeah, if you'd like to have a bit of a, uh, a more highbrow experience in the fabulous city of Santa Fe uh, and experience the, uh, uh, the uh, opera there, as you may know, the outdoor opera in Santa Fe, New Mexico, is just an exquisite way to spend a cool evening in the desert. Uh, the Hotel Santa Fe in Santa Fe, New Mexico, between now and August 31st, will do an opera package for you, starting at $239 per, dollars per person per night. So that's what, four, $240, close to about $500. Here's what you're going to get. Overnight accommodations, breakfast daily, dinner for two at their Amaya restaurant with, com with a complimentary bottle of wine, transportation to and from the opera, and two tickets to the opera of your choice. Not bad for $500. So you can do two nights of opera for 500 bucks each and include your breakfast and your dinner and your transportation to and from the opera. You can find out more details at hotelsantafe.com. Out of time for this hour. Uh, if your station's leaving us, we'll see you here next time, same time, same station. If you're sticking around with us, oh, we got a full menu coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.